hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. And I hope everybody had a blessed, safe weekend. I hope you guys enjoyed the Hagman Show on Friday. It was a pretty intense show. Doug and I went into a whole lot of different topics that we've been discussing all week and kind of went into detail and a lot of stuff that was going on. And we pretty much called exactly what we thought if everybody saw the D.C. FBI rally, I guess you could call it, <laughs> the J6 rally that happened in D.C. on Saturday. It was pretty much uh, primarily all Fed boys and undercover law enforcement and journalists. Very few individuals even showed up because pretty much everybody knew exactly what it was. And there's some photos that have surfaced of just, I mean, undercover FBI guys. I mean, they look like they all carpooled from Quantico. I mean, it's embarrassing that they really came out thinking that they were going to do something special. And uh, even though we realized that January 6th was a complete and total FBI sting operation, so to speak. But other than that uneventful time in D.C., this is the big story that I want to break to you guys this morning. If you guys saw anything over the weekend or on Friday afternoon, the FDA had an eight-hour testimony from the FDA Vaccine and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee. This is this is the main FDA committee that basically votes and listens on the research about allowing certain injections and vaccines. The Vaccine and Related Biological Products Advisory Committee, you can go online and listen to it. It's an eight-hour testimony. They voted 16 to 2 against the proposed COVID-19 booster shot program. I mean, they completely turned it down. 16 to 2 said absolutely not. And what's crazy about this, if you look and listen to some of the testimony, I, I pulled some of it up here, several doctors, I mean numerous doctors from the hearing on Friday claimed an explosive testimony that the vaccine is killing more people than it's saving and driving the mutations. There was one of the doctors who basically was extremely versed on this topic, Dr. Stephen Kirsch, director of the COVID-19 early treatment so this guy has been involved in like the vaccines and the early treatment of COVID from the very beginning. And he's claiming that the vaccines are killing more people than they're helping. I'm going to quote him right now. He says, I'm going to focus my remarks today on the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about, that the vaccine is killing more people than it saves, Kirsch said via teleconference. Today we focus almost exclusively on COVID death saves and vaccine efficacy. Because we're led to believe that the vaccines are perfectly safe, and this is simply not true. For example, there are four times as many heart attacks in the treatment group in the Pfizer six-month trial report. That wasn't bad luck. The VAERS is showing us that heart attacks happen 71 times more often following these injections compared to any other vaccine in history. If the net all-cause mortality from the vaccine is negative, then vaccines, boosters, and mandates are all nonsensical. Even if the vaccine had 100% protection with these numbers, it still means we killed two people to save one life. Viral immunologist and biologist Dr. Jessica Rose went on to discuss the vaccine risk outweighs the benefits, especially in young people and children, pointed to a thousand-fold increase in adverse injections over the last decade compared, as far as in 2021 compared to the last decade. She goes on to say, and I quote, there's over a thousand percent increase in the total number of adverse events for 2021, and we're not done with 2021. 
She goes on to suggest that the injection is also surging the mutations. She said the emergence of both these variants and their subsequent clusters arose in a very close temporal proximity to the rollout of the COVID injections in Israel. Israel is one of the most injected countries, and it appears from this data that this represents a clear failure of these products to provide any immunity whatsoever against variants and prevent transmission and possibly spread them. ER physician from New Orleans, Dr. Joseph Freeman, who's like completely pro-vaccine if you read some of his stuff. I mean, 100% he's been pro-vaccine. He went on to say... He said, we demand that booster trials have a, enough, a, a large enough to find a reduction of hospitalizations because we're not seeing that. He goes, without this data, we, the medical establishment, cannot confidently call out any anti-COVID vaccine activist who publicly claim that vaccines harm more than they say, especially in young people. For the fact is, we do not have any clinical evidence to say these activists are actually wrong, and that should terrify us. And, I mean, this is an eight-hour testimony. I mean, all kinds of information. Enough that the FDA said 16 to 2, absolutely not. We're not rolling the booster shots out. Pretty much, we're not seeing any evidence that they work. All we're seeing is negative evidence, and we're seeing that what we have been saying on this show and numerous other people have been saying on other shows and out in the world have been saying this doesn't work at all. It is the primary cause of the problems that we're seeing right now with the health issues, with the Delta variants, with all of the different hospitalizations, the heart attacks, the blood clots, the list goes on. So it's not just Ted and Austin saying this now. This is the FDA blatantly releasing eight hours of public testimony from their hearing with numerous doctors that are extremely well-versed and are pro-vaccine, and they're blatantly saying this vaccine essentially is complete and total sham. It is killing more people than it's helping. So I wanted to break that on the show today. I'm going to put the links up so you guys can look at it and read it and forward it, and maybe maybe this is going to start getting people's attention on the aspect of what's really going on. And what's crazy about this, so here's what's crazy about this. This FDA meeting is probably never going to go on any mainstream media outlets. They're going to ignore the heck out of this. They're going to bury it. And the fact of the matter is this. Nobody is ever going to apologize or admit they were wrong about promoting, pushing, and essentially trying to coerce people and make them get an injection. And, of course, we've heard crickets from the Biden administration. They brought nothing up about this, and I highly doubt they will. They're probably just going to say, we need more time and more evidence to look into the booster program. And they're going to ignore all these doctors. It's our duty, my friends, to get the information out there, to share these articles, to share this news, and wake people up. Because everybody – here's the thing. You have a right to your own choice. You can make whatever decision you want. You want to go get an RNA injection and wear a mask? That is 100% your choice completely. Don't care if you want to do it. Go do it. If you don't want to do it, that is also 100% your choice. But one thing all of us also have a right to is we have a right to the truth, and we have a right to the information, and we have a right to inform consent to know exactly what we're doing before we do it. And nobody has a right to bury this information and not let individuals see it. So, again, thank you for getting this information out there, and thank you for supporting Health Masters. What do you think about this, Deb? Well, Austin, this is why we've been consistent on this show from the very beginning. We told people in the beginning, you know, just wait and see what this thing's going to do. If you're going to do the vaccine, just wait and, and see, you know, what the side effects are going to be in the general population. But it's your choice. If you want to go tested, go take an untested RNA 
shot, not knowing he was going to do what it did back in the 1976 with the swine flu, and all these people ended up coming down with Gillian Barr. Remember what Lee Merritt said on Thursday last week on the show, that the bulk of the people that came down with Gillian Barr and had all kinds of horrible side effects from the Gulf War syndrome was because they had used squalene in a certain batch of vaccines. Remember I played for you two weeks ago, Alex Jones telling you to use shots with squalene. Guys, go back and listen to it. You know, and I, and I told you to contact him and let you know, let him know why you're, why, ask him why he's saying that. Squaling is an unbelievably strong adjuvant that's been shown and been linked now to ascending paralysis. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, my father-in-law, who's massively pro, you know, vaccine, got into a giant argue with me, argument with me the other day about why I wouldn't let my family be vaccinated even though we've all had the COVID and we've all got antibodies against it. He now has basically paralyzed numb feet and is ascending up his leg into his calves now. But you think he's going to admit that it was caused from the vaccine? Absolutely not. He's not going to admit that because no one wants to admit that, that they did something to themselves that could be causing ascending paralysis or Gillian Barr. I spoke with another friend yesterday. This is my family members and people that I know closely. And we had attended a funeral for his father-in-law about a year and a half ago. And I spoke with his father. His father was a listener of the Ted and Austin Brower show. And his father was great, totally mentally acute, about 80 years old. I mean, just clicking along, doing great. Well, he decided back you know, last January, February, because everybody scared the old people to go ahead and get a vaccine. And he immediately started having paralysis of his feet. This is this. I thought this. I found this out yesterday. Paralysis of his feet, paralysis of his calves. Pretty soon, within two weeks, he couldn't even move or roll over in his bed. He was running around doing all kinds of stuff, completely active. And all of a sudden, within two weeks after the vaccine, he's completely paralyzed. Another case of Gillian Barr. And then he died. You know, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, it's a horrible story. I gave my deepest condolences to him that his father died. His dad was a really, really nice guy. But this is happening everywhere. Everywhere we're having this. And so now we're starting to see even the FDA has its own limits of hypocrisy. <laughs> it's a horrible way to say that. But now they're coming in and saying, no, we're not going to vote for this. This thing's killing people. There's all these side effects from it. No, this is not okay. Because they don't want to go down in history as a Mengele or as a mass murderer. Because remember, the history books are going to come in, and they're not going to blame Joe Biden for this. They're not going to blame Fauci for this. They're going to blame the researchers that said to take the vaccine. Oh, Ms. Dr. Fauci was only doing what the researchers told him to do. The Joe Biden had nothing to do with any of this. He was going by the top experts in the field. By the way, here are their names. And they're going to list all these people. So these guys are going, wait a minute. We don't want to be down in history as a Mangala. And it's another saying no. But it doesn't make any difference. The CDC can still override because of Trump's executive order that Biden has basically piggybacked on to force people to continue to take these booster shots. But they may have enough people dying now. Because <laughs> remember, they're going to project it all. They know the real numbers. They're going to project it all with algorithms and find out how big of a population reduction they're going to have on the planet now. Because what they're going to do is they're going to look at what's going on and find out how many young children got injected and all these young kids dying and coming down with Gillian Barr and coming down with myocarditis. And they're going to realize that they just put a huge dent in the population growth of the United States and the world. Hence, they are still dragging people in by the millions into the United States to the southern border to the point now where the Border Patrol is using horses. I, I'm not joking. To, I guess the Haitians can run so fast they can't catch them. I don't know what else to say. 
but they're using horses to chase these Haitians down and grab them and deport them back to Haiti. I guess even the Joe Biden administration has its boundaries of incompetence that they don't want the Haitians running around the United States and they can't catch them on foot. So they're using horses to run them down like they're animals. This is a nightmare. This is actually happening in the United States of America. They're banning drone footage from these bridges in which tens of thousands of people, primarily Haitians, are waiting to sneak in across the border. They're taking down large chunks of the border fence to allow free smuggling of human beings to and from the border. Maybe the sex traffic smuggling of Haitians doesn't have a market value. I'm going to say that again so everybody can get this. Maybe nobody wants to use Haitians as sex slaves or to market their children. Maybe there's not a market value on this. You know, Gold has a certain amount of dollars per ounce that it's worth. So does silver. These sex slave traders... They see human beings as a commodity. You think, well, gosh, Ted, this is weird. No, they, they see you. This blonde-haired, blue-eyed little boy has X amount of value in the sex slave business. So does this little blonde-haired, blue-eyed little girl. All these different groups of people have preferences of the perversions. And with the deeper you dig into this, you start to see that. And it gets really twisted and messed up. But, guys, this is what's happening all over the world. We still have human slavery all over the planet. But yet the Black Lives Matter people don't want to talk about this, do they? The communists in the United States don't want to talk about it, do they? They just want to continue to push their Franklin School agenda into the United States. See, what happens is people don't know this but it, because they don't really think through this. Now, you guys do because I talk about it all the time. But if a country is going to maintain a constant population, it can maintain constant growth and constant lifestyle and a certain lifestyle for the people that are living there. But we have about 100 million people every single year being born in third world countries. This is unstable, and so it's causing this growth to push through into these other countries, and now they're trying to kill the white people so they can bring a racially diverse group of people, and they call it mestizo, into the United States and into Eastern and Western European countries so they can destroy the societies. Why do they do that? Because they don't want to have a group of people that are going to be patriots or going to be nationalistic. They want to make sure that nobody has a country of identity. That's what they're using. And so they're using the managing of, quote, unquote, the global population of the massive death programs that they're using basically as a way to, to develop what they call a 500 million person planet with sustainable development. These are the words that they use, and this is the goal they're going to do. Now, the primary methods they use globally have been for many, many decades are chemical and biological agents to undermine human fertility and sexuality in their immune systems. And this is what we're seeing right now. Plus, they use psychosocial, which is pushing the homosexual agenda and the economic agenda to subvert the family unit. This is what they've been doing for probably about since 1930, so it's about 90 years now in the United States. And this method is used to control population growth. And it and it's basically dictated by a specific growth rate or a consistent growth amount as far as how many people they want in the countries. And these things are either imposed by force, like they're doing now, or by coercion or by covert means. And that's why Kennedy said these guys operate through covert means. And some people say that he said uh, covet means. But the point is this. We're in a situation that we have this group of people doing this. You had China. It had the one-child policy. India has used the same covert sterilization. The United States and NATO continues and relied primarily on chemical sterilization to basically giving people drugs that decrease their sexuality or prevent them from ovulating or lower sperm count. Flesh sperm counts down 90% in some countries because of all the female hormones are pumping into the food supply. Plus fluoridation, fluoridation is used. It makes the, the masses sterile and infertile, and it also makes them very servile. 
And, and see, this is what we need to understand. This was first used in the concentration camps and tested by the Germans because they didn't want the prisoners who were prisoners of war, who were basically slaves working in the industry in Germany, producing armaments and guns and bullets and shells for howitzers. They didn't want these people having babies. They didn't want that, so they had to find a way to sterilize them so they could continue to produce the armaments for the Third Reich. And so they discovered fluoride. Well, we know that 1946, when we went at 45, when we went into Dachau, that the United States at that point found out real quickly what fluoride would do because they looked at the research that was done. And this research was continued to the MK Ultra program. We brought approximately 20,000 German scientists and doctors who were involved in MK Ultra and also involved in the rocket program over there into the United States through Operation Paperclip. And this has been done to us now consistently by giving us these poisons like fluoride say this prevents tooth decay, and it was a giant, giant, giant lie. I mean, aluminum and fluoride and glyphosate, this is a toxic trio. You know, billions of pounds of glyphosate are used annually all over the world. Fluoride is used as an insecticide. They have a compound called cryolite. They spray on vegetables, grapes, wines, all of this stuff. They also have sulfur fluoride, which is sprayed on beans and grains to limit and cause a drop in IQ scores in the United States and all over the world. And don't forget the toothpaste that they're giving you. This is why I always say to you guys, thank you for getting your toothpaste from Health Masters. At least you're not getting an IQ dumbing down group of you know compounds with fluoride in it from all these toxic toothpaste they put out. And, and these places all over the world are using this. In fact, in the Southern Amer- South American countries, they don't put fluoride in the water supply, but they put it in the salt. And so they are forced – these people are forced to take salt with fluoride. I've got you know, my father-in-law, my, or also his father-in-law, my, my in-laws – they basically, you know, go to South America, to Ecuador. They bring their own salt with them because the only salt you can get down there has fluoride in it. And all of this stuff is being done to dumb down the people in the United States, along with BPA and all these soft water bottles, BPA and the receipts that you get from these gas pumps. All of this stuff is being used to lower your testosterone, lower your sperm count to be estrogen and testosterone disruptors. That's what's happening right now in the world. But see, that wasn't fast enough, so they had to do the kill shot. And I've told you guys, and Austin has told you guys, since the beginning of this show, like eight years ago, over a thousand podcasts ago, they're not going to use nukes. We're not going to have a tidal wave. We're not going to have a meteorite. It's going to be one of those things that we're going to come in here with biological agents. That's what they're going to do and massively destroy the population of the United States and of the world. And they all the stuff is used. The feminization. You know, using these different types of contaminated foods. And now we have this. And remember, this whole group believes that human beings need to be hermaphroditic. And we we need to get this. Uh, Yesterday, I was listening to a pastor and I posted it online and he was quoting Kenneth Copeland. And you guys know I don't like Kenneth Copeland. I haven't made any any bones about that. And I've warned you, I don't trust him at all. And he was quoting Kenneth Copeland. He said that God is as much male as he is female. What? Wait a minute. Stop. Stop for a second. And he was, and, he's, and Kenneth Copeland says that Adam was created as hermaphrodite in the image of God, who's hermaphroditic. What? This is all Kabbalah. And many people for years have said that Kenneth Copeland is a high-level Mason. Now, whether that's true or not, you can ask Kenneth Copeland that. I don't know. All I know is this, is that, you know, this is what he said. And then God separated Adam from Eve and made him no longer hermaphroditic and made him a man and him a female. That's not what the Bible says. The Kabbalists believe that God's an hermaphrodite. Well, let me ask you. Okay, let's stop for one second here. You guys are like scratching your heads now saying, what the heck is Ted talking about this morning? 
Here's the problem with these Kabbalists. Here's what they believe. They believe that Einsoft, this snake in a tree, is an hermaphrodite. They believe he's the real God. They believe he's equal to God Almighty. They believe that the hermaphroditic snake is the good God, but he requires human sacrifice and drinking blood and the killing of our children, which that's so twisted. I don't even know what to say about that. But here's what you've got to look at. Okay, the Bible says in the book of Hebrews that Jesus Christ, who's a male, was the exact representation of God Almighty. Does that mean these guys that are saying this believe that Jesus Christ was also an hermaphrodite? No, but that's what they believe probably, but they're not saying that because it would cause too many people who follow them, their little cult things that they do, to not support them anymore. Guys, listen to me. You've got to find out what these people believe. And then some of these guys say that you know, you're a god, that, like you and I are gods. Well, that's all, again, from the Kabbalah. Uh, you know, here's the deal. There is a god, and I've got a newsflash. You and I ain't it. Just, just, thought, I just thought I'd mention that. But these guys want people to believe this. And this is all based on Kabbalah teaching where this stuff comes from. Now, I don't know where Copeland got his stuff and why he says stuff like this. I don't understand any of this stuff. All I know is this. We've got a lot of pastors that were basically, how should I say, influenced and who have been involved with the Masonic lodges for decades and for generations. And whether or not they're Masonic lodge people or not, I don't know. Ask them. I'm not making any statements or claims here. But what we've got to understand is this. Why in the world do we follow people who teach this kind of weird stuff? And one, I'm going to answer my own question, by the way. Here's why. Because as Christians, we've been caught up in the name it, claim it, blab it, grab it group. We have seen all kinds of stuff in the name of Jesus that ain't in the name of Jesus. You know, some of these politicians who are as corrupt as everything you could possibly imagine, complete and total, probably Kabbalists are telling us that we need to have a, a month of prayer. Prayer to who? Are saying we need to pray to Jesus Christ, the Son of the Most High God, basically died on Calvary for us, was resurrected and ascended into heaven? Is that who they're saying to pray to? Is, is, are those words they used? And see, a lot of the stuff they do when they say things like that is mockery because they don't want you to believe in Jesus. And so they bring up some random God. I had a real long conversation this week. With a, with a medical doctor. I've had, I did that, by the way, I do that all the time. I have all of these different doctors I talk to. And they were talking about how they were having a difficult time in trying to reconcile, you know, talking about Jesus on talk shows or broadcasts they come on. And I said to her, I said, I said, look, here's the deal. I said, if we don't talk about Jesus, who's the author and the finisher and the perfecter of our faith, we don't give anybody hope. Because the only thing we're going to do is – the only way we're correcting this is not by going through the old world order back with human sacrifices again. The only way we're going to correct any of this stuff is to have a huge revival in the United States and make Jesus the principal person, the entity through to the most high God that we're basically committed to through a blood covenant with Christ. If we don't do that and explain to people this is the only hope we have, it's ain't going to get any better. It's not. We have to have real pastors and real pulpits talking about real things like Jesus and real events. And what we also need to realize is this. Let's go back to Roosevelt. Let's go back to Stalin. Let's go back to Truman. And let's go back to Winston Churchill. These, all these guys were high-level 33-degree Masons. Basically, they had a huge influence in everything that happened in the World War II. But let's go back a little bit earlier to Aleister Crowley, who was a British agent. thought I'd mention that, too. He was also a 33-degree Mason. And he had a huge effect on popular music. 
He also had group orgies as part of his regular rituals, including with small children. He ended up influencing sex perverts such as Alfred Kinsey, that psychologist, also performed similar rituals as Alfred Kinsey did. Some scholars would point out that this Rosicurian movement played an important role in the formation of Freemasonry. Whatever happened between the marriage that happened between Freemasonry and the Rosicrucians is almost unavoidable. Since these guys are the eventual root which sought to denigrate and attack God Almighty, and we understand this all happened also during the French Revolution, and we also realize that the marriage, that the marriage between the French Revolution and these Kabbalist movements were the same coin. Isaac M. Weiss wrote in 1866 that Masonry is a Kabbalist institution whose history, degrees, charges, passwords, and explanations are Kabbalist from the beginning and end based on the Zohar. And see, this is the problem we have, isn't it? And this quote-unquote Christian leadership that we have has been willing to sell its soul to these Kabbalistic central bankers by joining Freemasonry, which is basically Kabbalah for Gentiles. That's what this whole group has done. They've infiltrated the Christian churches. I've talked about this in length. There's a book called Architects of Deception. It was written in 2004. It's a 600-page history of Freemasonry by Estonian writer Jari Lina. and offers a profound insight into the true character of the modern history. Essentially, a dominant segment of Western society has joined the Kabbalist mafia financial elite in embracing Freemasonry, which is a satanic philosophy that represents a death wish for civilization. They imagine somehow they will profit from the oppression, lies, and suffering caused by their communist new world order. They want to destroy the planet and resurrect their serpent god, this is crazy stuff, from the pit, this tree, this snake in a tree, from the rebuilding of a third temple. I know it sounds nuts, and then they want to bring in the tribulation on the planet and kill 7.5 billion people. And we under, and once we understand that, it starts to make more consistency and more understanding for all of us. Remember, this view is also consistent with, in the, with the 1938 NKVD interrogation of the, quote, Illuminati member who names many of the banking families and confirms that Freemasons are expendable tools. Based on the archives of the powerful French Grand Orient Lodge, captured in June of 1940 and later made public by the Russians, Lina details how Freemasonry has conspired for world domination and orchestrated all major revolutions and wars of the modern era using the banking cartels. Masons are responsible for communism, Zionism, socialism, liberalism, and feminism based on the Kabbalah. They love big government because it's the ultimate monopoly, and this is exactly what I told you about with Otto Kahn and what he said. This group of Kabbalists control both sides of the narrative. The yin and the yang, so to speak, in today's vernacular, they control capitalism and communists by holding the world by its axis and getting whatever they want. They control Donald Trump. They control Joe Biden. These two are basically puppets on a string. They've controlled all major presidents, even Reagan after he got shot, all the way back to John F. Kennedy, who tried to tell the truth. And what did he get for it? Did he tell the truth and get exposed? No, he told the truth and he died. They blew his head off on national TV, international TV. This is who runs the planet, and if you don't see it, you're not going to understand why they have the, the power, despite all these FDA people saying no, 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 no. I guarantee you we'll have some type of third kill shot or some type of variant that they're going to continue to force these vaccines on everybody because they want to reduce the population of the planet. And I told you it was going to be through biologicals, and I wasn't joking. This COVID stuff is very, very, very real. Remdesivir was discovered and developed at Fort Detrick 
it causes permanent kidney damage and cascading kidney organ failure all within 10 days. It's a unbelievably harsh bioweapon. That's what it is, and it is being used to kill people in hospitals all over the world right now because these guys, <laughs> they really believe that by reducing the population of the planet that they're going to be offering all of these people that are dying as human sacrifices to these entities in these other dimensions. I can't even make this crap up. That's what they believe, and I think they're all nuts, but that's what they believe. The, but the, the problem is they're doing it. They're killing people by the millions now globally under the gospices of, oh, we're trying to heal them from COVID. That they introduced as a bioweapon when Fauci funded the labs in Wuhan for gain of function, when they inserted an HIV component and a SARS component into the doggone common cold with the coronavirus to make this thing unbelievably lethal. And then if you don't die from it, they make sure you get hospitalized from it and they give you drugs to kill you from it. It's just, it's like we're living in this dystopian nightmare. And that's why I told my doctor friend the other day, I said, look, without Jesus, we don't have a snowball's chance in Florida on black asphalt on noon in August on a hundred degree day. We don't have a chance. We have to go back to Christ. We've got to get the pastors on the pulpit to start telling the truth. And we as Christians have to be promoting shows like this one right now, explaining who these guys are and what they're doing. Hollywood was completely taken over. Don't you remember that one band, uh, the Beatles, when they came in and they did that one album cover? And on their album cover, they had all these crazy Kabbalists and wizards, and they had a picture of Aleister Crowley on it. Don't you remember that? All of this stuff is based in what they were taught as Kabbalists through MK Ultra and the, basically the taking over of Hollywood, the development of Hollywood by the same Kabbalists coming out of Russia, these communists who were basically studying out of the Zohar. We've got to get that. And then the, then the thousands and thousands of people that came out of Russia that were Kabbalists who were brought into the United States under the disguise of basically escaping communism, who wanted to bring communism into our country, and then were credentialed by our university systems as professors who filtrated through the entire university system in the United States and has ba and ba have basically subverted the entire university system. Did you see that thing this weekend? I don't want to even talk about it in depth. Where this one lady had enough, where they were teaching these guys homosexual acts in schools and books showing this depiction, disgusting stuff. I won't even bring it up on this show, calling these guys out. Because remember, to them, the hermaphroditic agenda is the most important agenda because it worships their snake god. This We're basically stuck in, in the throes of a doggone Kabbalist group that really is a bunch of perverts who wants everybody to be an hermaphrodite, and that's why this is being pushed and pushed and pushed. Don't believe it? Wait until January. Wait until you see another Super Bowl expose of Satanism. Or go back to the Goddard, Tumm Gothard Tunnel, Tunnel opening for Switzerland into Italy and watch a full-blown druidic ceremony based on the teachings of Aleister Crowley and the Zohar. You'll see it. This is the group that runs the planet, and we need Jesus every single day in our life. Um, I'm getting frustrated. Austin, what's your next story, buddy, and what do you think? Well, it's funny you bring that up because Lana and I were talking last night because she was looking at some kids' clothes, and she said, you know, Austin, she goes, one thing that's getting strange, and I've noticed this with a lot of vendors and a lot of companies that make kids' clothes, she goes, everything's starting to get very gender-neutral blurry. And I said, what do you mean? Like, She's like, well, there's no – a majority of the clothes aren't really defining – girls and boys anymore she goes the girls section and the boys section almost look identical with a lot of these kids clothes that i'm finding out she goes it's hard to find you know like little princess pink shirts for you know kindle and some, like fancy stuff like that that's real cute 
and then also like specific like boy clothes. She goes, everything's starting to look the same. It's blending together, almost like a total unisex for child's clothes. And she goes, it's not just here. And she showed me a couple of pages she was on. And I looked at it, I said, dude, you are kind of right. Everything's just looking kind of blah. It's not boy. It's not girl. It's just kind of right in the middle. And it ties into exactly what you said. And that's why they've been promoting this unbelievably perverted, sadistic, transgender ideology to the young school kids, even in California, as young as age five and six. This is why. Did that, that The level of perversion as far as with that lifestyle, trying to push it on the younger generation, is absolutely unacceptable. As I've told you before, if somebody wants to go be a cross-dressing pervert and wants to go do all kinds of weird stuff in their house, I could give no care about what somebody wants to go do in their own house with some other consensual adult. Doesn't does not affect me. Don't care, not my problem. Completely up to them what they want to go do. But when you start going in, you start promoting your sadistic behavior to young children and you start trying to push it and try to convince them and pervert their way of thinking, that's where the line gets drawn immediately with me. And that's why I've been so adamant about encouraging people do the best you can with trying to protect your kids as long as they can. They're going to get exposed to all this stuff eventually. There's no question about it. But absolutely under no circumstances is it okay to allow these children at this young of an age to be exposed to that level of perversion because they don't know what's real and what's fake. They think Iron Man's real. They think the the Hulk and Batman are real. They think if you tell them, like I said before, you tell them Karl Marx is a good person, and basically, communism is fantastic. They'll just sit there and go, oh, okay. Okay, that's the, what, what, what am I supposed to write here? Oh, put down here. Communism is great. Oh, okay, I'll write that down. They don't know any different. They're just they're doing whatever they're told to do. That's why it's so irritating to me. That's why it's been such a hot button for me, forcing these young children to wear masks. This is nothing more than behavioral therapy and training children to be good, little, silent peasants and do not resist anything we tell you you have to keep a mask on like a slave i saw a video that somebody posted i think it was um ian fitness up there with the atlas gym he posted it online the other day and it was a photo of the boy he couldn't have been any older than probably a year and a half maybe and i guess he's in like a daycare and did the <laughs> this lady's recording him, and I have no idea why she's recording him. And the teacher, the the helper, or whatever, they didn't really disclose who it was. You couldn't see their faces. They kept putting the mask on this kid's face. And this kid's literally sitting here like playing with building blocks. He's like a year and a half, two years old. And he's crying, and he keeps pulling the mask down, and they keep putting it on his face. No, no, no. You have to put your mask on. And I mean, you don't even know where he's at. He's sitting there trying to play with building blocks and bang them together, and they keep shoving this giant mask on his face. He keeps playing, screaming and crying. I mean, look, I look terrified, and I'm watching the video, and I'm like, my blood pressure's just going up, and I'm like, these absolute pieces of garbage. These people are absolutely no excuse for human beings to be doing this to young children. No excuse under any circumstances is that behavior okay at all on children. Yet... You still have these complete and total horrific school boards that are mandating this stuff and states that are trying to mandate this stuff. This is why I don't even have my kids in public school, and I even went to the public school board to do a massive speech and protest on this with Ted, and they dropped it. They dropped the mask mandate finally in Polk County. 
It's egregious. It's absolutely unacceptable behavior now. We are over a year and a half in this complete and total lie that they perpetrated onto us. As far as not the virus, not a bioweapon being released, but everything they've told us. The other day, Gutlieb, they were doing an interview with Gutlieb, who basically used to be the head of the FDA. Now he's like the, one of the board advisors of Pfizer. I mean, imagine that. There's no conflict of interest bouncing back and forth. And he went up and said, dude, we have no, no scientific backing on the six-foot rule at all. We don't really even know where it came from. It's completely arbitrary. It, it's just it's it's a random number they picked up said six feet and I started laughing. It's not a random number. It wasn't an accident. You guys didn't just come up with put, put your hand in a hat say when it's number six. We got bingo. All right, we're good to go. It's going to be six feet now. That's going to be the number that we're going to tell everybody that they have to do. It's, they didn't do that. I told you, I called it last year as soon as it started. I said, does anybody else think it's remotely odd that every time you walk into a store, you got 666 all over the place? Stay six feet apart. Stand six feet here. Stand six, I mean, all of stickers on the floor, directional arrows with six feet apart on the ground everywhere you went. It was an accident. It was complete and total number manipulation with what they wanted to do with keep everybody saying six and have the number six posted everywhere in stores. This is what these guys love to do, and it's a, it's a joke to them when people accept it because they go, well, they accepted this. We'll see if they'll accept this. We'll see if they accept this. We'll see if they accept this. Oh, now we're going to tell them they have to wear masks. Now we're going to tell them they have to wear two masks. Actually, if they wear three masks, it's even better protection. Oh, now we're going to tell them they have to have an experimental RNA injection that's totally safe, that's 100% safe, and it's totally free. Well, I beg to differ. The FDA advisory board just admitted on a vote 16 to 2 the booster shot is not acceptable, nor is it safe. This is what they're saying right now. This makes you question everything. This is why when you see more and more of these globalists that are pushing the agenda, like Trudeau up in Canada, that piece of garbage, he comes out now and he says, we're paying for the providential vaccine passports to make sure when somebody comes into the restaurant, they won't be sitting beside someone who's vaccinated. And when they go to the gym and the movie theater, you know you'll be safe. And for those that still resist, they simply won't get enjoy those same freedoms. What? Are you joking me right now? That really what we're, we're going at here? But my whole thing is, and this is what I've said before, I've repeatedly brought this up, and nobody, nobody's been able to explain this to me. And it's funny, I saw it the other day, and it was this big, it was a meme, it was a big chalkboard, this huge formula, I mean like completely and totally just insane formula. And it said, fact checkers trying to explain, and at the bottom it had the guy standing by the chalkboard, it said, how the protected need to be protected from the unprotected by forcing the unprotected to use the protection that doesn't protect the protected because the vaccines aren't effective, even though the CDC director said they're 100% effective in April. Now they're telling us they're not effective. And I just started laughing. I read it, and I read it again. I just started laughing again. And I said, golly, you you couldn't have nailed it any better. And then I saw another article here, and it was basically discussing the whole thing with the complete and total scam with Newsom, except it was like a pro-Newsom article. And it went into detail about how the Newsom over there and the, the unvaccinated were the ones that promoted this recall of him, and they didn't get their way now. And then it goes on to say here, Stephen Fansworth, a professor of politics at the University of Mary Washington, he said the Newsom campaign was very effective in using the rage – against the unvaccinated to make sure Newsom didn't get recalled. 
the rage against the unvaccinated. What, what are we, a new rock band now? Is that what we're coming out? Rage, rage against the unvaccinated? This is this the terminology we're going here for? Rage? That's a strong term. Rage is a very strong term. They're doing this intentionally to promote as much violence, anger, and, of course, his words, rage against individuals that question the narrative. And it's ironic to me when you have this doctor who's super pro-vaccine and the FDA panel board interview yesterday, and he goes, the fact that we do not have any clinical evidence to say these activists are wrong should terrify us all. Basically meaning, what are we doing here? Why are we promoting this and why are we still pushing this injection? If we can't even rebuttal everything they say, we have nothing to rebuttal it with, then obviously we're the ones that should be questioning ourselves. And this is why it's so important to constantly question the narrative. Also, to another news, you guys know I always like to bring up positive news as far as when something happens and a homeowner protects his family. If you guys saw this over the weekend in Jefferson County, Missouri – a man woke up, his family in the house, and somebody was banging on his front door at 1.42 a.m. 1.42 a.m., okay? So that, that's usually you got to be questionable. Somebody's banging on your door at 1.42 a.m. So he basically talks to the door, and he goes, dude, what? can I help you guys? They go, oh, we need to talk to you real quick. We need to talk to you. It's 1.42 in the morning. They started jiggling the door handle, trying to kick in the door. So he went and got his pistol. By the time they got in the door, they got, had a can of mace. They maced him. But... Not before he shot the first perpetrator right in the face and the second perpetrator multiple times. The police arrived on the scene a few minutes later, and the one first perpetrator was literally laying on the front porch. Didn't even get off the front porch. DOA, done. The other one basically got caught in his vehicle a few minutes later, covered in blood, and uh, he was obviously arrested. And uh, the homeowner, he'll recover. Obviously, he got mace in his eyes, but he'll get the irritant out. But his family was safe. And, you know, the incident I brought up, you know, a couple weeks ago that happened over here in Lakeland. It's horrific. This is why I encourage people. It's so important you have the means to protect your family, especially if you are the man in the house, especially if you are poised with that requirement, that it's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to be able to do everything you can in your power to protect your family. And if that means defending them with deadly force, and that means defending them with deadly force. And when law enforcement said when they got the scene, they said, well, obviously these guys were up to no good. You know, they are at your front door at 2 a.m. in ski mask, and they mace you when they basically get in the front door. Clearly they weren't there to talk. And so, again, it's so important that you continue to make sure – you stay proficient with your weapons, even if it just means dry drills, you know, using unloaded weapons safely, making sure everything's unloaded, doing dry drills in the mirror, practicing at the house. If you can, get to the range. Keep your weapons clean. Know how to use them. I can't stress that anymore. I've seen so many people, when I've gone to ranges and gone training, they show up, and they have no idea what they're doing. And granted, I get it. At a point in time, everybody didn't know what they were doing with something. But on the other hand, too, you have to use common sense with certain things when it comes to firearm handling and not be a buffoon. Like keep your finger off the trigger. Like don't muzzle sweep people. And so, again, it's so important. Have the crucial training because a lot of times people think they're going to go to the range one time and shoot a couple rounds through paper, and then all of a sudden something's going to happen, and they're just going to respond like they're a Navy SEAL. It doesn't happen that way, especially when you get an adrenaline dump, especially when you get other situations that occur. So, again, it's very important. I talked to our – Two of our good friends came over yesterday with their kids, and we were hanging out. He basically just got a new AR platform. I, I, ta- I talked to him about it weeks ago. I said, Dids, you know, if you want to get one, it's definitely that time. And he did. He's basically got it sighted in now. He's practicing with it. And I told him, I said, well, whenever we get, you know, start training again, 
we'll do another drill, you know, drill day, and, uh, you know, we'll go out and train some more with them. I'm trying to get a vehicle tactics class together because those are always really intense because it's not – nobody's usually used to what happens when you shoot a rifle or a pistol through a windshield. It's just not normal. And so once you get used to it, it's something that if it occurs – because you've got to think about it. Majority of the time when altercation occurs, you're, you're either two places. You're either on the road doing something out and about or you're in your house. You know, so there's only two variables there. And if you travel a lot and you drive a lot and you see a lot what happened last year with the Antifa terrorists, the BLM terrorists that were running around dragging people out of their vehicles and so forth, it's very clear that you need to make sure you know how to defend yourself in multiple different scenarios that you are regularly in on a regular basis. So I thought I would just throw that in there. Also, too, in other news, this is something that I've encouraged many, many people to continue to make sure you're keeping your immune system strong as best you can. My workout partner ended up getting COVID in the last week. And so he called me up and he's like, man, I'm not feeling that good. I said, dude, hammer the D. I gave him a bag of different stuff. Basically said, hammer 100,000. I use a D3. He punched through it right through the whole weekend. Called me up this morning. He's like, man, he's like, I'm already like pretty much back to normal. He said, but my energy level is really low. And I said, dude, that's normal. I said, there's not much I can do to fix that. I said, that happened to me as well. I said, post-COVID, I said, you knocked it out. I said, you a couple days through it, you're already done. I said, the B vitamins are one of the best things you can do with the ultimate multiple. Keep hammering the B vitamins and ultimate multiple. I said, your mitochondria are exhausted right now. I said, the same thing happened to me. He goes, well, dude, I'm, I'm doing something and like, I do it for 30 minutes. All of a sudden, I'm like ready to take a nap at like one in the afternoon. I start like nodding off. I said, yeah. I said, be careful. I said, that, that is very normal. I said, it'll, it'll subside in a couple days. I said, but get your B vitamins in, get your multiple vitamin in, and make sure you're doing everything you can and getting as much rest as you can. I said, but it will go away. I said, but that is not abnormal at all. That's just a side effect of this bioweapon that's floating around. I said, but I'm glad that your immune system kicked it pretty quick. And he's absolutely refused to get the injection with his work, and they've pretty much left him alone with it now. They brought it up last time, and he goes, if everybody in the office is vaccinated but me, why do you care if I'm not injected because you're protected? And they're kind of like, hmm. All right, well, we'll get back to you on this. And they, they just let it go. They just dropped it finally because they were harassing about it. He's like, dude, leave me alone. If y'all all got your shot, why do you care if I got my shot? You can still transmit it, and you can still get it, so why are you concerned about me? The whole point of this shot now is they said it might slowly reduce your symptoms if it doesn't kill you from the injection. So by all means, go get your shot. I'm fine. And uh, so they've pretty much left him alone on it now, and he knows the owner. And they've pretty much you know, been like, okay, listen, we're not going to bother you about this anymore. So I'm proud of him for standing his ground on this, especially in Florida. There's no excuse not to right now with the amount of resistance that we've had with the backing of Ron DeSantis and making sure that everybody has a right to whatever medical experiment they want to be involved in, including not being involved in a dead. What do you think? The, the biggest problem that we have is that the people still who are the general population who have taken the vaccines have not bothered to look at any alternative news as far as the truth of what the vaccines do. And that, that's the biggest problem we have. And so we as alt broadcasters and you guys as alt listeners, you got to do me a favor. You've got to go in and you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to go in and basically give this show to everybody if you don't want to give this show because it talks too much about Jesus, which I think is silly because it's the only answer we've got, but that's your choice, give the show that I did last Thursday with Lee Merritt. Send it to everybody. 
We've posted that everywhere. So guys, just post that and send it to your friends. Say, hey, listen to this and let me know what you think. Please, just what you do. You don't, you don't try to force it on them. You say, hey, can you go ahead and listen to this and let me know what your opinion is and what do you think about this? And they're going to say one of two things. And don't, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised if they say to you, I think this is ridiculous. I don't believe any of this stuff. Okay. And because if you do that, what's going to end up happening is, you know, if you let them make their own decision on it, they'll feel as though they've come to the conclusion themselves that this is bad. If you don't let them make their own decision on it, they'll feel like you forced them into believing the way you believe or whatever. The biggest problem that we have with all of this stuff is that, you know, if we do not do what we know we need to do as Christians, if we don't do that, if we don't do what we need to do as far as believers in our Lord Jesus Christ and tell people the truth about all of this stuff, what's going to happen to us later on? Is this, is this really going to turn into this giant debacle? Look what happened this past week over in Detroit. A local Detroit TV station, they asked for stories of the unvaxxed dying from COVID. It just happened. A local TV station asked for stories of people who were not vaccinated dying from COVID. And, boy, they got responses. They got 180,000 responses of, quote, vaccine injured and dead instead. This is WXYZ TV Channel 7 in Detroit. Wow. So let me read some of the responses they got to the things who basically they're trying to blame it all on the unvaxxed. This is an article, and I'm, I'm sure I'm going to send this out on ST Brower. Please, it's going out this morning. Read these yourself. Adam says, I know people who died painfully from the vaccine. You want those stories? Another one says, this wasn't the response you expected, I suspect. Carmen says, no, we were all fine, but almost no, uh, we, no, we were all fine, but almost lost one of my vaccinated family members. Kristen said, I know someone who was fully vaccinated and always wore a mask. They were recently in the ICU and passed away. Now, remember, they're trying to find unvaccinated stories. They're getting vaccinated stories. Katie said, a friend of a parent went into the cardiac arrest almost immediately after receiving the second dose. They were unable to revive her. I also know of someone who lost a limb due to blood clots after being fully vaccinated. Oh, by the way, this is probably not what you want to do as far as your story. Another one from Justin. Losing anyone is hard. I absolutely feel for each of those folks. Just curious, when is the story coming about those who've lost loved ones who were fully jabbed? My dad flatlined after his second dose of Moderna. Bianca, how about we hear the stories of people who were vaccinated and their lives were lost? And this goes on and on and on. So these are all the people that restored, that basically responded to WXYZ TV in Detroit telling them that all these people were dying from vaccines. But yet we still have people out there that are really well-educated that are coming in and saying, oh, no, no, yes, everybody needs to be vaccinated. Well, the reason they're doing this is not because they're stupid, because a lot of these people have PhDs. A lot of these people are bright. A lot of these people are very good business people, and they've made a lot of money. But they're telling people to get vaccines. Why? It's not because they're stupid. It's because they're ignorant. We say that very clearly. They haven't read the information they need to read. It's kind of like this. Have you ever talked to anybody, someone, and this is, I stay away from people like this. Have you guys noticed that when I say or ask, somebody asks me a question on a live interview and I don't know the answer, I will say, I don't know the answer. I do that all the time, but I can look it up. But then you get that person, no matter what you talk to them about, if you talk to them about albino racehorses out of the southern tip of Tiberia, whatever, they're an expert. It doesn't make a difference. If you talk to them about, you know, 
you know, what, what happened as far as the, the, the agricultural phenomenon they had in China or in Russia after they were basically not allowed to grow food and the farmers were killed. They don't even know what you're talking about, but they're an expert. No matter what you say, they're an expert. That's what we run into. People aren't willing to admit they don't know something. They're not, they're not, I call those people, they're stuck, I say those people are stuck in know-it-all gear. And I've learned something with these folks. They don't listen. They don't. In 99% of the cases, unless you overwhelm them with stories against what they believe, then they may change their minds. I've got a business guy, brilliant man, told me he's telling all of his people in his company, he has like 500 employees, to all get vaccinated, though he and his wife are not vaccinated, and none of his children are vaccinated. And I said to him, I said, I can't believe you believe this. And he goes, well, I just know this, blah, 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 blah. So I got two or three people. I said, you got two or three people in a test group, okay? That's nice. There's tens of thousands dead. Oh, I don't know if I believe all that, blah, blah, blah. It's better take the vaccine. I know it's not. So I've literally sent him and his wife 200 texts, and finally he's going, well, yeah, it looks like I, I may have made a mistake. Haven't admitted it yet. Haven't admitted it. May have. But the reality is, is when do they finally admit it? And see, what, and what I've learned, unless a person is a really good friend of mine, because I've known him for a long time, because I've got a lot of time invested in that relationship, if they start that mess with me, I step away. I say I just walk away from them because I don't have time to try to argue with somebody about the efficacy of a shot that's killed tens of thousands and, in essence, millions of people globally, tens of millions injured from it, to try to explain to them that they're wrong if they can't pick up the research and read it themselves. That's what I love about this talk show. You know, we've, and, this, and this is why I do this. This is why I bring history into this stuff because I, I want you guys to understand who these guys are who are doing it. So when people ask you questions, you can come across, hey, look, here's what's going on. You know, we're basically being run by an ancient Canaanite cult. You go, oh, that's weird. Well, yeah, yeah, well, let me give you the research. See, this is the thing that people need to have those answers, and that's why I love you guys so much, and I appreciate you because if you weren't here supporting our show and what we're telling and giving this information to you about – the show would have never gotten this big, and we would have done a thousand podcasts. We're here, you know. You guys notice something? You may not agree with us, but we've been consistent the whole time about this whole COVID stuff. We've been consistent. Yes, it's real. Yes, it's a bioweapon. Yes, it's dangerous. Yes, it can kill you. Yes, if you take vitamin D and C and zinc and potassium iodine, you can increase your immune system strength. Yes, yes, yes. So we've told you the truth from a, for almost two years now about what's going on. And how this is going to be used. And we told you they were forced the vaccines. We told you everything they were going to do, and they've done it. And it's not because we're clairvoyant, though I do try to be led by the Holy Spirit. I really do. I pray all the time, pray for you guys this morning. But I read a lot, and so does Austin. That's why we're on, on point with this stuff all the time. But I love you guys. I appreciate you. Another wild show today. You guys are absolutely amazing. Thanks again for supporting Health Masters. Thanks you for getting your non-fluoride toothpaste from us. <laughs> I know why I say that. You guys are awesome. Austin, finishing up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And again, we continue to encourage people, read, do your own research the best you can. I encourage that all the time. And the more I see that and the more we're, st we're, we're starting to see a lot of people waking up now. I mean, even I saw the other day when Bobblehead Fauci did that interview, I forgot what guy's name it was. I don't have the news article in front of me. But basically the interviewer asked him, he goes, well, I've had COVID recently and I've shown to have like maximum amount of antibodies when they tested me after COVID. He goes, so why should I get the vaccine if I have extremely high antibodies, which means I have immunity to it? And Fauci couldn't, he couldn't answer the question. 
Well, well, we're we're still looking at that. Uh, well, you um, yeah, next, next next question. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna circle back to that one. Move on. Essentially, what we kind of pretty much did. And I started laughing. I went, so you have the leading expert that's basically running the show, telling everybody what they need to do. You know, put your head on the floor, put your finger in your pants, basically put a mask on your face, put saran wrap around your mouth. You know, all the stupid, idiotic things. I'm being sarcastic. All the stupid stuff they continue to come up with. And he literally can't even answer the simple question, why should I get an injection of a vaccine when I have natural antibodies from already recovering from it? And that right there, that interview right there should, again, been the teeth kick in everybody's face that doesn't want to listen and say, hey, listen, this guy can't even answer the question. The same thing why nobody's been able to answer the question, why did the Biden administration exempt Congress and the White House staff from all vaccine mandates? What, what, they, they, they just they got a little bubble over there? They're just perfect? You know, virus doesn't float around that area? Of course. You know exactly why. Because it's rules for thee and not for me. They're not planning on getting that injection. They never have. They never will. So, again, thank you for getting the information out there. Thank you for the support of everything and continuing to get this information. Thank you for the emails. You guys need anything, healthmasters.com. Be sure to give us a call or email us. Check out the product of the week, the B-Complex, on sale right now, 10% off, including the N-acetylcysteine back in stock, the quercetin's back in stock, the vitamin C powder's back in stock. We've got a lot of different formulas coming back in. We've been slow, but as far as getting stuff back from some of our suppliers, but we're coming back at it. So if you guys need anything, be sure to check us out, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.